Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. I do want to remind you today we do have a special guest. And before we start and introduce her and get it going, I do want to remind you of December. December, I did a podcast on intentions and I described Steve Harvey's videos of writing down 300 desires. I just want to kind of touch on this. One, have you guys been doing it? If not, it's not too late. Do it. Do it for a whole 365 days. Why I'm bringing it up. We are now in two months or actually it's a month and a half doing it and I have 11 desires already happening. Can you possibly imagine what the rest of the year can bring me when you're just speaking out loud what you want? So if you guys haven't been doing it, please do it. And now this Friday, I want to introduce today's special guest. Her name is Jessica Medajowski. No, she's not anything famous, but she is my best friend. So she's famous to my heart. And today is her birthday. So everybody needs to go and wish her a very happy birthday, especially for today. Jess, hi, how are you? How's your birthday going? Hi, Becca. It's going well. What do you have planned for today? Well, today's my day off, so just have a a me day. I like it. That's awesome. What do you do for a living? Um, I am a, a driver manager with Schneider, and I manage truck drivers. Manage truck drivers. How does that how does that work out for you? How does that happen? <laughs> Basically, I manage them from their safety to their, you know, productivity, how long they drive for in a day. Is that your dream job? Do you love this job? It is not my dream job. So what's your dream job? If you had to do anything in life, what would you do? My dream job would be to open up my own gym. And have my own space where I have others come in. Have massage therapies, massage therapists come in. I'd have a chiropractic care ha- happening, physical therapists, personal trainers. So I'd like to have establishment for all of that. That's wonderful. Now, would you be the business owner? Like, would you do anything hands-on with it, or what would you do specifically? I would want to manage the actual property itself. So. Nice. Almost like have third parties come in and do the chiropractic work and do the massage therapy and do all of that, right? Yes. Nice. Okay. How long have you been planning that for? It's just been a dream of mine for as long as I could remember. Always wanted to have a facility where people could come in and if they needed to have physical therapy treatment and it was in in a pool, then that's where they would have that space. Or if it was somebody who came in who was an athlete, they needed different type of care than somebody who is older and I'd have a space for that. Nice. A one-stop shop. I like that. And talk, let's talk about your health journey. What started you on your own health journey? Kind of tell us about like where you started in the health industry or how you got involved in the health industry. I definitely have been in the health field for a long time because I ran college track. 
I did triathlons. I've been in CrossFit for five years. Now doing bodybuilding stuff with my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's me, guys. (laughs) Um, But I've always been athletic. I've always loved sports, basketball, swimming, track. I've always been somebody who's athletic. How did you get into the health and fitness industry? Was it just through high school or what happened from high school? Because you're talking about how you played sports in high school, right? Did you do it in college as well? I did. Okay. Did that kind of carry on throughout your whole life? Or when did you kind of transition from health and fitness into more of a corporate setting? So I guess I've never really had a corporate setting. I was a trainer at one point for a hot minute, but that was... It wasn't the training that I, I loved so much. It was the idea of having a space for somebody to go to because that was sacred for me. Finding a group fitness where like CrossFit, how I found, we'll just go backwards the other way. So <laughs> CrossFit was the last thing that I did. And it was just having that, that space in the community that made me happy. And I wanted to bring that to others as well. Awesome. I like that. Let's talk a little bit more about CrossFit. When did you get into CrossFit? Because I know you love it. I do. I do love CrossFit. 2014 is when I found my first CrossFit gym that I went to. And I walked in and couldn't even pick up a 25-pound barbell, it felt like. It was so (laughs) heavy. (laughs) And I just fell in love with the movement and realizing that functional fitness is something that everybody needs, you know, you pick up a bag of dog food, you need that. Learning the the lifts that over there, you know, a clean, a clean and jerk, you're lifting up a, ba- a bag of dog food up and over to get it into the truck, or, you know, you're picking up a bucket of something, you know, you're deadlifting over there. And it's just like, the stronger you, you got, the, the more you wanted to go. I like that. So obviously, And guys, just so you know, Jess and I, we work out, if not every morning in the afternoons together, we're in the gym every single day. Jess is also one of my nutrition clients too. So we're about to dive into that and her journey on health because this woman has amazing story that you all need to hear. However, she did go from CrossFit to more of a bodybuilding lifestyle because obviously I train like a bodybuilder. So Jess, what was the difference when you went from CrossFit to almost like a more, a different dynamic of working out? How did that work out for you? How did you feel? (laughs) So CrossFit is very strenuous on your body. So it was really hard. It's a, it's real fast movements where the traditional bodybuilding or lifting is a little bit slower pace. So more controlled better form you know you're not just flying through a workout as fast as you can you're more focusing on actually developing and building the muscle for aesthetics and for function so (laughs) it definitely is helping me in recovery because I do have a lot of injuries from CrossFit I'm sure a lot of people have those injuries because you go you know balls out as fast as you can when you do things so you already know this. Whenever you are training me, you tell me to slow down, keep it controlled. <laughs> um, and I think it's made a huge difference in the way that I feel lately, you know, as of this last year now. I think it's been a it's year. It's been a year. We've been yeah. Working out We've been a year. Uh, and my strength is definitely stronger than I've ever been, especially with just the, what are the things called when we do the? The laterals? Not laterals, but like the little muscles. Oh, uh, the accessories. Yeah, yes. the, the accessory, accessory movements. Work. Yeah, accessory <laughs> movements. It's 
it, they're getting stronger. Like when I couldn't do five pounds, I'm able to get 15 pounds up now where it was like, wow, five pounds. Like I, I'm used to, you know, power cleaning 175 pounds. Like, and I can't do five pounds of an accessory work. Those are the differences where you're really building around the muscle and all the connections. Power lifters, crossfitters, anybody diving into this episode, please take that as your sign. Don't ignore your accessory work. Please do your accessories. They will come in handy for your compound lifts and for your heavy lifts. I promise you, do the accessories. (laughs) So let's kind of go more into, and this isn't going to void out any client coach privileges. I want you guys to understand Jess's journey in in a way that might help some of you. Because Jess's journey hasn't been a straight path to success. Jess has had so many obstacles she's had to endure and overcome and a mental game that she's had to constantly persevere. So we're going to go more into Jess's health journey and how it has transformed her. When I met Jess, and this was three years ago, Jess did not have the best habits towards a healthy lifestyle. In fact, Jess had a lot of... um, skincare stuff that she was working with, a lot of hormonal stuff she was working with, and just a lot of um, habits that we had to transform. And Jess, can you kind of touch on the ones that mean the most to you? What in your health journey meant the most transformation to you? Oh man, that's a a loaded question. (laughs) So just touching like on the skin itself, my skin, I had the worst acne, the worst uh, you know, body acne, facial facial acne, and it's completely cleared up since I've been working with Becca this last year. It had to do with a bad, you know, my bad diet, things that I was putting into my body, you know, sugars and alcohol. Uh, I was a smoker and those things I have no longer do and with help with coaching and keeping held accountable. So I definitely have a lot of, I'm very grateful for you. <laughs> <laughs> very grateful for you. <laughs> So I come a long way, you know, I try to always live a healthy lifestyle. Like I said, I was an athlete in high school, athlete in college, you know, and then life happens, you know, you get married or you, you just start falling into your habits. You, you hang around certain people and it, you are who you hang out with, you know, and, and it's, and it's very true. Like the whole, I love having a community and having people and just making sure that I have the right people around me now. And that's a lot of the, the mental health that I've gone through in this journey to get to this point in my life. And also what I'm putting into my body is I'm very con- conscious, conscious, conscientious about. <laughs> I definitely want to make sure that I'm, I'm putting the right fuel in my body to be able to perform at work, in my career, in my future. And I want to thank my future self, you know, and be like, you know, I put the work in and I don't have to worry about my future self because of the work that I'm putting in now. Maybe three years ago, I did. I, I lost weight very unhealthily, unhealth, I, I would say. It was a lot of crash dieting. I did a lot of intermittent fasting where I wasn't eating. And then I would when I did eat, it was terrible food that I was eating. I wasn't putting enough. I didn't have enough protein in my diet. I didn't have the right kind of fats. Didn't even know what I was putting, what kind of fats. You know, I was eating cheeses. I was eating heavy whipping cream, you know, it was the, the whole keto fad I did. I've done that. I've done paleo, which paleo was really good. It was kind of a short-lived thing. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it just now it just feels like everything's more stable. 
You're like the diet fad queen gone just healthy with eating. Yes. <laughs> Good at all. No more yo-yo for you. Yes. <laughs> Jess is thankful for me, but guys, let's be very clear. I'm very thankful for her and her friendship and the grace that Jess gives to everybody in her life. So she makes it sound like I'm doing some magic transforming to her. Just know that she does the same amount. That's what friendships are for. Like last podcast, I made a comment. Your partner's got to match your energy. And that's what Jess and I do. We match each other's energy. If you can't tell, by the way, we just giggle at little things. We do match each other's energy. Uh, I do want to touch on one thing that you just said, that you were smoke-free. How do you... I know when she came to me and she told me she was quitting smoking... I was excited. I, you guys know me. I'm not a smoker. I don't agree with smoking. So for her to say she was quitting smoking, that was like exciting as all get out. Do you know how long ago that was? I know it's been a while. It's been a long while. October 9th, 2022. Nice. I was never a smoker ever growing up. Not in high school, not in college, nothing. I started smoking when I was working at the casino because it was our break. We got to take a break. So that's where the, the journey started. And it just never stopped. I didn't think that I was going to be somebody who was hooked to it. Like my husband said, don't you start that. You're not going to be able to stop it. And like, oh, I'm not, I don't have an addictive personality. You know, this is 10 years ago now that I, I smoked for 10 years. And oh I wasn't God. a heavy smoker until the last couple of years when stress starts hitting. So now that I quit and I didn't think I'd ever be able to quit, I didn't think that I'd ever be able to give it up. And one day I just, I stopped buying them. I just stopped buying them. I was like, I'm done. Not doing it anymore. But I had been talking to you for years about it. Yeah. I hate being smokers. I hate being somebody who, who is dependent on this stuff. Like, it's not something that I was proud of. I was definitely in the closet. Nobody really knows about that part (laughs) of me. And there's probably a lot of people out there that are closet, closet smokers that, you know, it doesn't take much, but just to put the pack down and not, don't buy them anymore. Don't have them around. And eventually... It goes away. You don't need it anymore. So for those people in a closet habit, let's call it a closet habit because it doesn't matter if you're smoking or drinking or maybe you have a box of cookies in the closet. Guys, don't do that either. That's so mentally unhealthy for you. What would you say to the closet habits? What would you tell them, especially having one? What would be advice or what would be a step in the right direction to get out of that habit? I think being honest with yourself and telling somebody like that you have that and then have somebody keep you accountable because I think that was the biggest thing with just having you as my best friend and my coach. I mean, I have two for one, but it was easy for me to to tell you. I definitely wasn't proud of it. It wasn't something I was like, hey, by the way, I'm a smoker and I'm so proud of it. No, it was, hey, I, I have this habit that I need to break and I need to figure out how to get off of it. I need to not need this anymore because it's killing me. I couldn't breathe. I had really bad allergies. Thinking it was allergies, it wasn't allergies. It was from it was from smoking. So I just needed somebody to help. You know, yeah, have somebody there. To you need support that support. Me. Yeah, I do want to also add. She is my best friend. We're best friends for numerous reasons, and. She makes the comment, her coach and best friend, I do want to say, I have other clients who make that same comment, that they're so happy they can come to me and they can tell me things. And it truly is because my style of being your health coach is not to shame you, is not to make you feel guilty or repressed. I really want you to balance your lifestyle. And that's why I say, I want you to have your cake and eat it too. And that obviously comes with certain styles, right? Like, 
Jess also had a toxic habit of alcohol and she had it where it's like my father. My father had a habit, uh, a nasty habit, and he used it as a crutch for stress. And I had a nasty habit of sugar, which I discussed in two episodes ago about my sugar detox. I use sugar as a crutch with my stress. And Jess, how would you say working with getting rid of your crutch, how is that helping you? How is getting rid of the alcohol? What are you replacing with your crutch? How is this helping you kind of go through that with us? So alcohol also, it's same thing with cigarettes. It's just something that happens over time. And it's not something that you're like, hey, I'm going to be a smoker today or I'm going to be a drinker today. It's not something that anyone's proud of doing. It's just in the society and culture these days, it's it's just a norm. Everyone's just, when you go out with your friends or when you have a get together, it's always, even family get togethers, it's always around alcohol. It's, it's never something that's a separate. It's, it's like, what are we going to do? How much alcohol are we going to get? What are we going to get? And I think that the changes that are happening is obviously one is huge weight loss that I've noticed inflammation yeah. in my body. Yeah. The pain that I would, I'd get up in the morning, like, and I'd be like in my hamstring, you know, or my, in my knee or my, my hip or my back, it would hurt so bad. I was like, gosh, I'm getting old. I'm like, I am 37 today. Like I'm not old. I'm still young. Whoop, whoop. I shouldn't be feeling like this. <laughs> so I think the biggest thing is just realizing the clarity that I have now, it, you know, it doesn't even have to be that I was drinking you a 30 pack of beer or something, you know, even if it was a few glasses of wine, it was still hindering my clarity in my mind and it was wreaking havoc in my body as well. And so I'm starting to notice these things and changes of, again, being conscious of what I'm putting into my body and being very proud of it and keeping it a consistent habit. Um, and obviously checking in with my coach every week on my habits of what I'm doing. And even if I did have my glass of wine, I'm going to tell you, you know, I'm going to be able to come to you and say, hey, what can I do differently next time? Like what type of beverages? I even we've talked about doing mocktails yeah. to make it where it's still something fun and something that's, you know, something I can use to replace it. It's not that it's a replacement, just something that's fun. Exactly. Sometimes <laughs> tricking your brain into having something a little different is needed. And there's nothing wrong with that. I want everybody out there to know if you're stopping a bad habit, if you're quitting drinking and you need a mocktail, that's that's fine. Look up recipes for mocktails. And in fact, maybe that'll be something I do on the blog is I'll do a mocktail recipe for those who are quitting alcohol because that can be hard. I know a lot of people who, you know, they are trying to stop drinking and it's not like they have an issue or they binge to the point where they're belligerent. It's just, it feels good and they're coping with it to deal with stress. And again, that's the same thing. Don't rely on something. Work through the issue. Work through the stress or find a healthier coping mechanism. So I really love the fact that Jess is transforming everything, mind, body, soul. Truly, she is taking on this healthy lifestyle and she's making it amazing. So Jess, before we end today, what would be one thing you could tell your older or your younger self? If you had to tell the woman you were, let's just say three years ago when I met you. Let's talk about three-year Jess because <laughs> <laughs> she was intense, man. By the way, we weren't best friends three years ago. <laughs> this is a friendship that's built over the years. But what would you tell Jess three years ago that you know now? What would you tell her? That it's okay to sit with your emotions. You don't have to 
you don't have to cover it up with anything. It's it's okay that you can figure out how to manage your stress in a way without coping with it with toxins. You know, exercise has always been something that I love so much. And I would tell Jess three years ago that don't give up on it because I have been on a yo-yo back and forth where I didn't work out. I did work out. I didn't work out. I was eating well. I wasn't eating well. You know, I was in a yo-yo, but just I would tell her to stay consistent. Stick with it because it will it will show the results if you stick with with the plan. I love that. And that goes for all of my clients out there listening as well that are just in their own little uphill battle. Just stay consistent, guys. I'm going to repeat it to you like I do with your check-ins. For those who aren't my clients, but you guys are listening in and you guys are putting in the work and you guys just aren't seeing results and you're feeling like you're spinning your wheels, just said it right here. Stay consistent. You know, three years ago, she was up and down. She was going, she wasn't going. And now that she literally has a lifestyle and she has made a lifestyle into a healthy one, she is now seeing the results she has worked so hard for. And I can't be more proud of her. Super excited to have you on. Again, happy birthday. And we'll totally be going out, guys. As two best friends, like, we're totally going out tomorrow night. We're going to, we'll probably go to Top Golf. We'll probably go to the casino. Will there be unhealthy habits? Sure. Are we going to make that fall off of our track? Absolutely not. We already have a strategy behind how we're going to, like, do it. You can also follow Jess's journey on her Instagram. Jess, what's your Instagram again? Jess underscore Sky 10. There we go. Jess, J-E-S-S underscore Sky 10. Of course, you guys always know my Instagram. You guys can follow us there as well. I post her on there because, come on, she's my best friend. We totally do everything together. So thank you so much for coming on. Guys, have a great week. I hope you guys can take a few nuggets out of this and live a healthy lifestyle for you as well. Talk to you guys next week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday, like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.